0: This episode of The Little Dum Dum Club is brought to you by Yalla Chocolate Mousse.
1: It's my favourite snack. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, well, if podcasters eat it, you know it's good. No, it is awesome, so please, uh, you know what, Tommy, my, my supermarket is constantly sold out of Great. it. Great. So, someone someone sent me a picture the other day of them buying, like, the last one or something. So right. So, that was good of them. Keep
1: it coming, guys. Keep the tweets and the Facebook coming. Uh, don't, just, don't just buy it and keep it to yourself. Let us know because the good folks at Yeller, they love seeing that. And also, they are they are now... Yeller
0: are now aware that we want some form of sticker on their product or some sort of mention on their label that, you know, this is the official... Uh, chocolate mousse of the little dum dum club. Mm. So oh, we want to make that happen. There's that lots would of unofficial
1: be... ones out there. Yeah, and we just want Yalla to get the credit. There's all these other brands out there. I saw Yogo the other day trying to claim that we're in bed with them. Except- no such thing. I saw I saw Yalla chocolate mousse in Thailand, and they were saying <laughs> the little. <laughs> The little dumb, <laughs> dumb shit club,
0: uh, the official you podcast. You yellow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: uh, guys, if you are in Adelaide, this is your last warning before our big live show at the Fringe Festival this Saturday, February the 13th at 4pm at the Rhino Room. A couple of guests locked in already. It's going to be a huge day. And should we say this? We've broken the record. We've broken the ticket sale record oh, already. already. Adelaide, you've gotten off your little asses. You've made it worth our while. But you know what? We're all about that. We're all about that paper. We yeah. want more of you in there. We
0: want we want a full full crazy room. It's going to be a great show. It's always a great party show. Um, So please come along to that Then Next live shows We've got Brisbane Brisbane you guys are awesome March 20 we're up there We're doing three shows We're doing a 1.30 podcast Which is uh, about half full We're doing a a 3 o'clock podcast Which is sold out We're doing After that We're doing a stand up show At 4.30 Which is 30 minutes each Of me and you And our newest stuff Tommy
1: How's that selling? (laughs) Uh, It's okay (laughs) Cool Great Okay. That's going to be a huge day Can't wait for that Up in Brisbane Then following that Melbourne International Comedy Festival March 27 Until April 17, I believe, every Sunday afternoon of the Comedy Festival. 3
0: o'clock European Beer Cafe. You know the live shows we put on in Melbourne. They're crazy. Then there's my 40th birthday live show on the Wednesday night, March 30, which is going to be awesome. 11 o'clock, so there's no other shows. Go there after you've seen a show that night and it's going to be like a mini drunk cast. Speaking of drunk cast, there's also the Maxi Drunk Cast which is on (laughs) the last night of the Comedy Festival at 11 o'clock European Beer Cafe where you get in free if you have a ticket for any of the other shows, any other pod Podcasts.
1: Yes, we've also got our live shows on sale. Mine's called Tommy Dassolo, Little Golden Dassolo. It's a show where the audience gets a little activity book and they read along with me doing comedy. I did a trial the other night and it's going to be very fun. You have got your little idiot circus.
0: Uh, yes, Carl Chandler defends his title as World's greatest and best comedian where I get guests in every night to hang shit on me while I do the best little jokes I can. Awesome. Uh, on top of that, hey, Nearly everyone's bought season passes. Like, oh, cool. Season passes to get you into all four live podcasts plus the drunk cast. Um, man, more peop- so many more people have bought that than individual tickets. So,
1: yeah, keep doing that and you can come to every week. Should we announce this too? The season passes, we've worked out a deal where if you go up to Maya, you can get $50 off any purchase at Maya if you show them a print-off sure. <laughs> of your Dum Dum Club season pass. Okay, good luck with that, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, can I have fifty dollars off this bed linen? I uh, wouldn't have thought so, Ed. Uh, we've also we need to do some shout outs. The Patreon is uh, kicking along very nicely. We are just about to send out issue two of the Dum Dum Monthly Newsletter, and there's been two bonus episodes that have come out already, which yes. have been
0: excellent. So, uh, and of course, part of the deal is if you pay anything above uh, two dollars or above every month, uh, you get a shout out. So here's the new shout outs: uh, Jared Murphy, thanks for chucking in ten bucks a month, Murpho. Thank you, Murph Dog. Thanks, GM. Uh, he's going to be a m- more interesting one to make one of those names oh of Oh, boy. Matthew Chalupka Wagner. Oh, the big wag dog. Yes. <laughs> MC Dub. Thanks for getting on board. J- Jarko Juntanen. Classic Jarko. J- <laughs> he's done it again. I think I've burnt myself out with these. <laughs> <laughs> Sean McManus. Thanks for, thanks for being part of it, Macca. Margot Collins. She's on board. Um, thanks, Colo. Uh, Matthew Gregory. Matthew Gregory is chucking up ten large, Ooh. and by large mean mm-hmm. one dollar. Oh, ten one dollars. Ten,
1: ten. Oh no, not ten. Yeah, okay, I get it. Now. Yeah, ten yeah. dollars. What about $10. that in a very weird way? Yes, yes. yes.
0: Uh, Kelly Townsend. She's on board. Thank you, Kelly Townsend. Julie Stoddard. Stoddard. Stoddard, Stoddard gets it.
1: <laughs> you started over Stoddard. <laughs>
0: All right. I think that's enough for this week. Okay, so, that will uh, do.
1: And yeah, we should hype up. The second edition of the Dum Dum magazine is looking so good. Yeah. It's going to be sent out soon. It's a Mad Magazine themed... We uh, followed through. It is all Mad Magazine themed. We've had some special guest contributors. I've been busting my little fanny making stuff over the weekend for yeah. it. And yeah, it's all... it. Fuck, it looks good. It's yeah. legitimately great. And here's and another... All, it's five bucks. Just five bucks a month. Yeah. Let's say just over a dollar a week. That's nothing to get such sweet content. Here's another tiny little teaser. We are going to have a
0: tour poster come mm. out next week. Yeah. We're going, they're going to be available at the Adelaide Show from then on. And they're a two-poster, and it is fucking awesome. Again,
1: an uncharacteristic amount of work for the two of us has gone into it. Well, well we, did, we, did we didn't do the work. We gave so. it to someone else to do. But <laughs> someone else did uncharacteristic it. amount of work for this podcast. Yes. Let's say that. It is. It is. You wait till you see
0: it. We'll, we'll hype it up on Facebook. Uh, get on Facebook. Get on Twitter. Get on Instagram if you're not on. Um, we yeah, do so much dumb c- content during the week. Yep.
1: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's all we have for now. So all of this stuff can be found at littledumdumclub.com for all the links and all that stuff. And we'll see you out there in the real world mate enjoy the app Welcome once again into the Little Dumb Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasilo. Thank you very much for joining us. Sitting opposite me, we've got the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Uh, I've got to say, I don't want to start off on a negative note, but... Oh, that'd be rare for this show, yeah. A little bone to pick with you. Okay. I walked in here. I walked down your street. We're at your house. Yep. I saw your car parked out the front. Yes. With some brand new license plates on it. Yes. Now, you don't have to tell me what it does say on it, but tell me what it doesn't say on it, Carl. You've gone out after last week's discussion of having your plates flogged. You've gone and you've replaced your licence plate Yes What did you not get? I didn't get what? I don't know what you, what you want me you to say You promised on air on this show that you were going to get got him as I your new did license not plate. promise You did, we have it on tape You made a solemn oath <laughs> to get got him and did, you did You have even gone and done Did I say it. that? You did You promised me you'd look into it, you
0: look into it? Did you even look into look it? Look into it Look No look I got new number players. So for, uh, for the guests that are sitting here let's, let's get them in here
1: Let's get them in Let's get them in First of all We're here Dave O'Neill
2: Hey Puffs <laughs> oh, oh, <God. laughs>
1: Jesus Christ Hey you could have got that as your licence plate yeah.
0: That hey, would have been good Some people would ask that to be edited out Dave's trying to get that as a catchphrase <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
2: Hey Puffs I'll introduce Tony
1: anyway. Also we got Tony <laughs> Martin
0: Yeah. no catchphrase I need to work on this Oh you get to walk free From this
2: podcast (laughs) That's good (laughs) Also that was going to be What I got as a number plate As well But it didn't fit in Six characters I saw this number plate The other day um, H-K-Y-G-R-L So hockey girl Mm -hmm. And my kids said Why would you get Hockey girl as your number plate And I said Because lesbian was taken (laughs) Uh,
1: Dave's two for two (laughs) At this point
2: (laughs) Welcome back to Blankety Blanks Uh My wa- my partner didn't like that joke. Ugly you know, Dave O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> because Les ben was King taken of the gold coat. <laughs> 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 I did a gig with ugly Dave Gray's son once. Yeah, yeah David Gray. Yeah, and he's yeah. almost blind. He's yeah. like can't he? see and he oh he wasn't great. Yeah, he got right. and he said, Oh dad said to say hello to you. Like you know I've never met ugly it, Dave
0: Gray. Isn't the idea of uh, like ugly Dave Jay. Dave Gray uh, Junior. He sort of inherited Ugly Dave Gray's jokes, yeah. but those
2: weren't really his jokes. No, it was sort of like accepting stolen goods. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Like you know, I was in hospital and I said the nurse, no, "Are you a friend or an enema?" You know, like <laughs> bad <laughs> jokes. That's one of his. That's a Is one that joke. A joke. That's 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 his joke. I remember him saying it on Blankety Blanks.
3: Okay. And, and he kind of looks like Ugly Dave. He's already got a bit of a uh, como. Yes. Oh. In his and he's a young man. He's a young yes. man. Oh, nice. But I have to say, he. I always talk about this gig I once did a show at the Young and Jacksons and he killed and not everyone else died and they, it was all servicemen you know how you get like Navy guys and they were just calling for David Gray to come out Mooney was doing his filthiest gear (laughs) nothing was working I died Peter Grace died Sammy J I think they wanted to Ram the keyboard up his ass. <laughs> it was like Just bring back David Gray With jokes we remember from school
0: <laughs> Well you know That was a great gig Young and Jackson It's it's, it's uh, It was a gig at a pub That's opposite a railway station so And was, free right. yeah. And yeah. free yeah. Yeah. Free to get in
1: Got everything going for it oh, In terms yeah. of nightmare situation Yeah yeah.
0: So, so quick recap I got my number plate stolen uh, yes. Last week So that's why we were talking about this They were stolen I've had uh, They've been missing For the last couple of weeks And uh, I have quickly gone and got a, a bunch of plates because I've been, I've been sitting there for a couple of weeks with no plates on. That's so bad. look The, the offer still stands. Let's, let's get online. People have been very vehement that I need to get personalised number plates. Yeah, Dum Dum. What about Dum Dum? Well, du- it's mm. got down to either Dum Dum or Got Tim. So, got him. Um, uh,
1: got him's good. Got him's funny. Like, Dum Dum, you driving around with the licence plate promoting this podcast. I'm, I don't feel good about I'm it. I'm aware. Weird.
3: Weird. Yeah. See, Got Tim, it does look like Got Tim. Like it's yeah. that's what we want. Tim. Oh, you do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the canon of this show. For some reason, we've right. evolved
0: we're in our little idiot world. It turned into got him to into individually just getting someone called Tim. Right. So yeah. Tim, Tim Smith, Tim, yeah. Tim
3: Minchin, Tim other Tims of comedy. We've
0: literally never had a Tim on the show. so, <laughs> really? so Oh no, we no had, we've had Tim we Minchin. Had Tim Minchin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So it's down to that. Look, we were already asking for money off of Patreon and whatever. I think. Look. I'm happy. Like it's five hundred dollars, I think, to get personalized. Something like place. that, yeah. I reckon. Look, I'm going to start this up next week on social media. If 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 the listeners want to kick in half of that, I'll kick in oh, the second half. Oh, very generous. Yeah. Well. All right. Unlike the great man, I'm not going to take it out of my mum's purse. So oh, I'm only asking. Yeah, got me. Good one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hello, when I bought when I bought my personalized license plates, yeah, <laughs> mum paid for all of them.
0: <laughs> well, so uh, well, let's put it out there. So I do have a temporary license plate. I'm sorry, Tommy, for betraying you, but I do need to drive around at some stage. (laughs) So they've only just got on yesterday.
1: Oh, right. How are you feeling? Back li- behind the wheel. I literally haven't driven it yet. Oh, so, well, yeah. I can see why you rushed out to get in there. <laughs> well, that was yesterday. <laughs> they went on
0: yesterday. Because not to brag too much, but I didn't know how to put them on myself. So I, yesterday I got someone else. I went to a garage. And RACV. Yeah. Oh, I was going to call them because yeah. oh, I don't know God. what to do. So I,
1: yeah. i got to be well, honest. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do anything. Can you like, change a tyre? No. Nah, oh, you can't change a tyre. You
3: can change a tyre. No, I can't.
1: You can't change a tyre. I can't put number plates on. How am
0: I going to change a
2: tyre? Tony, can you change tyres? I I actually
3: do, but it does look very much like the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where he had to change the tyre. Yeah. He's just asking. Pass by for advice, yeah, yeah, that would be me. literally you don't any... put it on the structure bit, it just yeah, yeah, yeah it, goes, yeah, through yeah, the, yeah, it yeah. goes through the yeah, it goes through the Any other car,
1: any sort of car trouble, first step would be just calling my dad. That's yeah. as sad as that is, that would literally be my first protocol. <laughs> don't you have roadside insur- insurance? Or? Yeah, I'd still call dad. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> to find out the number for that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Hang on, what about the plates that were stolen? Were they personalized? No, no, no. no. So, no, th- so someone that's that's what I'm saying. So what's like, going on? So someone, your your plates are gonna turn be, up in a bank robbery. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I'll put the listeners on high alert. if anyone sees SYR four six five driving around doing drive bys or anything like that, right. it's
2: Bank robbies don't happen That much anymore no. It's probably more A terrorist attack Oh really yeah. oh, oh is that all, all right.
1: <laughs> okay. I saw a I saw a preview copy Of uh, Channel 9's Here Come the Habibs And S-R-Y uh, 4-6-7
0: Was <laughs> <laughs> in the credits oh, Is that going to be The new what, What's the name Alan Smithy Alan Smithy <laughs> <laughs> no, <you're> right <laughs> Here
3: Come the Habibs
4: <laughs> I, just That's driving With soon. those
3: number plates H- How's this for a crime My mother-in-law Had her credit card Stolen out of the letterbox And then she got the statement and the first thing they did was drive straight to Yarraville and buy $39 worth of McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> yeah, That was the yeah, first yeah, but, right, but then yeah. the second thing they did was buy $1,000 worth of petrol. A 1000 How you buy that? So now you've either got a tanker yeah. or... What, don't you reckon it would be they've just called all their mates and gone come oh, down to yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: petrol for everyone? Yeah, Which yeah. Hang on, a... I'll, I'll, I'll
0: nick Chandler's place and I'll yeah. put them on my car. We'll yeah. come down, I'll never get caught.
1: But you've got to put blame on the service attendant there, just watching <laughs> yeah. this parade yeah. of cars yeah. come yeah. through and it all being paid for by one person. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. in a tracksuit with his yeah. credit card. Yeah. Some yeah.
1: guy with a credit card and the name on it's <laughs> Ethel, like yeah. to not raise yeah. the alarm. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, since Payway's been introduced, credit card fraud's gone up by 100% or something like that. Because you know The junkies are just Stealing the cards And it's pay wave And everything yeah, yeah. Pay wave Pay wave Yeah my brother had his credit card stolen. This is a while ago, but you could see where the cr- – he just went down Chapel Street in Melbourne the- and he just got a boost juice. He went to Sports Girl. He went to every shop.
1: Wait, <laughs> you've got to- an identical twin brother. Was it just you that stole the card?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, good point.
2: Yeah. But well, be- that's the thing. When he got his gu- – he had his guitar hock because they stole his – they stole. They broke into a house. They stole his guitar. They stole some ID and the cop goes – he rings up and goes, great news, we found your guitar in a pawn shop and the idiot – burglar, use some identification. Because you got to have ID when you're holster. Yeah, star. yeah, yeah. And he goes, hang on, I'll have a look. The guy who stole your guitar was... Greg Fleet. No. <laughs> <laughs> David O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> my brother's like, yeah, that's my brother.
0: <laughs> it's like, wow. Well, Pete Sharkey, who uh, was on the... Uh, Former you know, legend of, of Comedy World. Yes. Uh, a great comedian who's moved to Perth, doesn't do it anymore, but...
2: Uh, drives Pete, a pretty mean truck now, though. Doesn't yeah, right. Train so he, or something.
0: He once had his um, credit card stolen and they... Uh, when they checked it up he All they'd done was Buy three pairs of underpants From Dimmys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well they needed it
0: Like within the hour
3: <laughs> yeah, no, no more than three I'll get suspicious <laughs> A friend of mine, uh, Dave Grenfell, if he's listening, video shop uh, uh, clerk extraordinaire. He told me... Still a video shop clerk. Just hanging in there, one of the last two. Has he got
1: an exit strategy or (laughs) he's... He's got nothing. He's the band on the Titanic. He's a
3: large man with a beard and glasses. (laughs) There are no other options. He told me he went to St Kilda. He said, I visited a friend in St Kilda and I don't want to stereotype the suburb, but he, he lives on the second floor and I looked out the window and I could see a guy walking... Walking up the street with a rubbish bag and a crowbar, crowbarring open letter boxes <laughs> and just putting everything from the letterboxes oh, wow. into the rubbish bag, wow. like a reverse Santa. <laughs> <laughs> just indiscriminately, just whatever. Just, yeah, just oh wow, cleaning out the street. Wow, that's crime. awesome. Is that our crime report?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, crime
3: report's done. Dum yeah.
1: dum, keeping the streets safe. Yes, once what? again. Yeah. Hey, um, I want to
0: bring this up because uh, uh, this is something I heard about last week, and I thought this would be very good for both of you. Um. Now, shows that – like, if me, Tommy or I ever get offered anything, it's an immediate yes before they ask us what – you know, before they mention what it actually yeah, is. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm. Now, I just answer the phone by saying yes. Yes. I don't even introduce myself, <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. Yeah, yes. Op- I'll do it. I'll do it. You're the optus of podcasters, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, you you were offered something like, uh, a couple of
2: weeks ago, uh, I heard. And yeah. What are you talking – I get offered shows, yeah, but often – or I can go through some um, hole, in the w- hole in the Wall. Remember Hole in the Wall, Tiny? Oh. That so you, was
3: where people ran at a silhouette, wasn't it? Or yeah, yeah it? so it's
1: like a whole wall with a bit cut out of it, and it moves towards you. Yeah, you like your body Tetris. A weird style Tetris
3: thing. Yeah, 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 I got offered that as, yeah. as the wall. <laughs> I can see a Dave O'Neill shaped <laughs> hole in the wall. That would,
2: I see. You know, I mean, I get thin, get fat. I was also offered, right? Which is it was on cable. It was a. I don't think they ever did it, but they did an English version where they put. A fat person in a house with a really thin person... And the fat person has to eat the thin person's food and the thin person has to eat the fat person's food. Diet
1: swap kind of thing. Yeah, diet right. swap.
2: They yeah. wanted me to do that. Yep. I, I, that's what Raging
1: I
0: said. bull reality
2: show. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. I'd love to eat fat people's food. And then said, <laughs> no, you're the fat person.
1: And would oh. the skinny person have been like a celeb as well? Yeah, or yeah, just a yeah. Random? So
2: right. like... You were Josh Thomas in a house. Yeah, you? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although we're saying oh, it was going to be, uh, you know, she was on E Street. This is coming back with blonde hair. And she uh, had a few... Kim Wilson? Alyssa no. Jane Cook? That's it. Oh. Alyssa Jane Cook or someone like that, sure. yeah. Um, but also, you know, they asked me about I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, you were going to go, you were offered to go in the jungle. Well, they were keen, apparently. But yeah. I, uh, I said to my partner, you know, are
0: there any dim sims in the Amazon? <laughs> this is it,
2: this is it. And but you know, I just said, um, because it's interesting, some people you tell, like I told someone like, say, uh, Glenn, we don't say his name, Glenn Robbins, <laughs> and, you know, people like that, he goes, Oh, no, you shouldn't that You know yeah. That's not a great show And then I was telling Hughes the other day <laughs> That's not his real name He's going Oh Why didn't you do it <laughs> <laughs> To be honest mate to be honest, you should have done it. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, not no one knows who you are. I mean, a few people know who you are, but that could have put you on the map. <laughs> so then we're driving back from this gig and I'm thinking, maybe I should have gone to the jungle. What about the diving board one? The yeah, they asked the... me to do that. Oh, yes. Celebrity splash. Yes. Yeah. See, they love a fat person in bathers. I reckon that's my <laughs> yeah. theory. Right. And they kept going till they got Adam Richards. But right. yeah, the th- problem about those shows is that you, like Adam Richards said he's, it still hurts where he got concussion. Oh I mean, you, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and here's so, the problem with those shows. <laughs> <laughs> because the thing is, you can hurt yourself, and that's a. I watched it on a celebrity, and uh, and I'm like. They all jumped out of a helicopter. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I couldn't do that. No, because I broke my leg in a radio stunt. Right. So that's it's a you know it's yes yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot
1: that but you're not you
3: going
2: to be asked. Your
1: to, you're not going to be asked <laughs> to jump over Dicko in the middle of the jungle. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how you broke it, right? So I, I would be very hesitant. I've already broken my leg. It, what about a, a show
3: stunt? called "I'm a Celebrity"? Get me out of "I'm a Celebrity"? Get me <laughs> yes. out of yeah And it's just people calling their agents yeah. furious. Yeah, I'm <laughs> from not a quite. I'm not quite a celebrity. Get me out of but there. But Tony, do you
2: you must have been off at all those shows. Oh, you know? Dancing
3: with the Stars. Oh, oh
2: yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Wow. Yes. Years ago.
3: Yeah. But what I loved about that is they sent me a letter and it was like... Uh, Dear And then you notice That Tony Is written in a Slightly different font (laughs) Dear Tony We think it would be Great for you And your fans Your fans would Grow to love Tony Even more If they saw you on (laughs) So that obviously Set it out to everyone But it's it's like It's so much work So much rehearsing I mean I was working With Kate Langbrook uh,
2: on radio when she did Dancing with the Stars, and they just went, they went after her. And it's and you, you're not so in your
3: comfort zone. You're dancing. We're comedians. And there's hours. Of it, like it sounds I'd be funny to go on one time, yeah. but it's, it's like eight weeks of <laughs> rehearsal, ten hour rehearsal, and, and then injuries. What about that yeah. skating one? Where I remember? people, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it got shut down after two apps because people right. got r- severely injured oh. on both eps. I think it was.
2: And Kate would train for like six hours a day or something like that. And you, you're doing oh, wow. it with professional dancers who just you know keep. Kicking your ass.
1: <laughs> yeah, what is it's this like? All of them are, all of them do involve really rigorous. Like, there's no celebrity shows where it's just like a day a week. Like, it's like yeah, someone who nah. just hates the whole idea exactly. of celebrity. Yeah. It's someone he just wants to put them all through the ringer.
2: Well, if someone came up with one that used our talents. Like, whether it would be debating or whatever, you'd gladly do it. But there's always, like, wanting to do something really physically bad to you. Or...
3: But aren't there a few sort of get-outs? Like, Greg Fleet told me that he was asked to do Celebrity Big Brother. And he said, well, quite aside from the heroin issue, <laughs> he goes, I'm like a massive smoker. So he went, I couldn't go in there. And, and, and then he found out later, secret smoking room for the celebrity. There'd oh. to be, Big yeah. brother. You got asked that about Warnie in and currently on I'm a
2: celebrity get me out of here, he still smokes. Right. So where he, he hasn't given up cigarettes. Is, any, he, is he smoking in the jungle? He must be smoking in the jungle. I don't know, but someone said this to me. that He must have made that deal that he gets cigarettes three times a day. Because right. he has not he I don't reckon he's giving Look up. Look at
1: you sitting bags. here speculating. You could be on the ground <laughs> right now. <laughs> Finding out for sure for us Coming on here in a month With the big scoop
3: Is there a secret room Where Warnie can just text Page yeah. three yeah. Girls from England Have his baked beans The Warnie he's,
2: room he's,
0: he's trying to text the, the other girls in the show Who don't have their mobiles on them. <laughs>
1: His challenge one week is to finally get that whole pint glass up into the gob. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but
2: yeah, all those reality shows, you get offered for all of them, don't you, Tony?
3: I've had, had a couple ones? of, not so much anymore. My thing now is I get asked to direct it because I've done a few sitcoms and uh, actually got Here Come the Habibs. Oh, oh When's, your, when's the, your episode on? Well, I didn't do it. I got asked to do it and I couldn't do it because I was doing a fringe show. And then it was only filming in about two months. And then they said, a week later, they email back and go, how would you like to write one? I'm going, oh. is it not written? Don't you feel, isn't this the first Channel 9 sitcom in 15 years and you, you haven't written it yet? Do
1: you, I, you the, uh, do you think the Fringe Festival was the cause of a lot of talent knocking back I, I, here come I, the bibs? <laughs> I think you're the sole one of the middle of that Venn diagram. I did hear a few stories
0: about like comics in Sydney just being sent spec scripts going, can you maybe fix this? And them going, who are you? And what is this? It's yeah. like no sort
1: of... It's like, just like,
0: oh, if you can just have a look at this.
1: Because we should say we're recording this Tuesday afternoon. Here come the Habibs premieres tonight. Wow. So we're recording this in a pre-Habibs world. True. Right. But people will be listening to it in a post-Habibs world. The, yeah.
3: the right. internet furore has not happened yet. And the word I'm is sure that it's be better worried. than the promos look. So yeah. we may be Yeah. No. TV
1: Week says a surprising amount of heart, according okay. to the Channel 9 sure. promos.
3: heart?
2: Yeah. Excess Baggage, I got asked to be in that one too. That? Oh, That was Fat Celebrities with ah, that's right. Real People. So I was going to say, because
0: Biggest Loser Celebrity sounds like the most common sense celebrity yeah, to me. Yeah,
2: exactly. And the bloke um, who was stuck down the mine, uh, Todd and... Yeah, he was in Not Todd, the other one. Brent. Brent, Brent.
3: Now, see, the thing is, years ago when we were doing Get This and those guys were down the mine, we used to go, Lockie Hume would come in on the show and hmm. we would say... Okay, there's going to be a telly movie. We thought it would be called Shaft of Hope. <laughs> and our prediction for Todd and Brand was the guy who's Kenny as Todd yep. and Dave O'Neill as Brandt. Yep. Oh. Yeah, and I auditioned for and it. Eight years oh. later, eight years later... Kenny has put on so much weight that he's now Brant <laughs> <Yes. laughs> and Lockie Hume played time. <laughs> it's all oh, all chances.
2: That's it. I reckon that's the only reason I got an audition because I don't audition for dramas, hell at all. and They rang me out. we want you to audition. But you and do, do kind look like Brant. I do look like Brant. I said, this is this because of Tony Martin's campaign? <laughs> they the should just
1: goes, redo it with you in it. Here's what I think. You know there's like three Steve Jobs movies? Yes. I reckon every true story just should have three separate takes at it. So we really get all kind of angles of it. The Molly Meldrum one, have another go from Daryl's point of view in yeah, a couple yeah, of well, years. What I like yeah. is
3: that on iTunes, I was on iTunes last night and it says, Molly, season one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You're yeah. going, wow. What's that Meldrum guy doing?
0: Well, see, those two miners should be in every so, celebrity yeah. show because it's like, well, you've been in a well for a couple of weeks. Like, what's yeah, going what's, into the jungle? Like, that's well, awesome.
2: Well, the odd thing about those guys is that they, don't, they both do, like, a professional speaking now. Right. So if you have your... Your Maryborough Rotary Club—you can get Todd or Brand to turn up, but they don't do it together. Oh. They do separate. Wouldn't it be great to see those two walk out and say, "We're the guys who survived that. Let's tell you about it." But they do separate. Yeah,
1: but it separate. Right. must be like the president and the vice president never travel together yeah. in case one of them goes down. The yeah. cash cap can still. And then go.
3: every time they do a, a gig, you want them to run out and get into the ambulance and then someone they employ who dresses as Kochi runs and dives into the ambulance. So is, so this is like Goshie. the faulty towers experience but yes. the, the yes. bigger yes. minor
0: experience. Is
3: this well, the year guys? <laughs> is <laughs> this the year faulty towers the dining experience for the Uh-oh. Barry? I around now I've... what
0: would be good is if you got asked to play a part in there why can't you play John Cleese in that?
3: <laughs> I, I look I I'm saving myself for witches and Britches because right. I'm fascinated yeah. by how do they think of the They're always a few years behind Like Wasn't it Two and a half witches Last year Oh yeah yes, yeah right. And then it was Nightmare on Britches Street Yeah right. something. So these are all These are all Like what do you call them Dinner Dinner theater theater restaurant. Restaurant. Theater, yeah. in Melbourne. Two big ones During in the Melbourne Comedy There's
1: Festival. Dracula's uh, And which Stephen Gates from Tripod Used to work and, at Is And Mike the
3: McLeish Mike Who Mike. was uh, Keating, Keating, Keating the musical and Keating the music, He's Now
2: the Drake. Seekers The musical yeah. <laughs> That's right He's, He's very Dracula good I went with a couple of years I went with my mother-in-law And he was very good as Keith
1: And there's also also, Witches in Britches. Now, Dracula seems to go for a bit more of a spook fest. Witches in Britches is primarily concerned with fitting as many puns into the poster as they right.
3: can. Have Currently you been the, to... the show is called Vanity Lair. Yes. <laughs> oh. And it's yes. a cover of Vanity Fair. <laughs> and again, Ooh. you're going maybe 10 years ago when Demi Moore <laughs> <laughs> was pregnant <laughs> yes. or whenever that was. I wouldn't
0: 20... like to be Vanity Fair right now after that <laughs> spoofing. Yeah. I've done stand-up
2: at Dracula's.
3: <laughs> and it's great because the room is set up like, have you been in there? We it's filmed good. on The Late Show when... Dr. Harry Cooper, whatever song he sang. Oh, it would have been uh, Alice Cooper. Alice film, Cooper, yeah. Yeah. Department of Youth, that is all filmed at Dracula. Because oh, it's a
4: right, great, right. it's actually
3: yeah. a great venue, isn't it, Tony? It's a great, yeah. it's yeah. like got a, it's got tiered seating. But they've got Go. serious, like the themes of the show are like Twilight themed. Yeah, not, yeah, not, right. It's
2: not yeah, but they're not, they're not. The shows been, aren't great. I've never
1: been to one, and it's something that I really want to do. Is Don't like a joke night out, which nah, I think no the, no. the, the you
2: fun will wear out
1: within
0: a minute. We yeah.
2: film something there, and they said yeah. stick around for the show. And within about ten <laughs> minutes, I'm like, oh man. I I,
0: <laughs> I went to Hunchbanks,
2: uh, Dealey oh,
0: oh, yeah. Richmond. Yeah, rest in peace. Which is actually gone. Mm. And I went there, and it was it was bad because it's not bad enough yeah. to be entertaining and it's not good enough to be entertaining. And I imagine
1: the food's not great either. Like It's just kind of like subpar on both sides.
2: My favourite was where Chicken Palmer um, got his uh, start was the Looney Bin. The Looney Bin, which was a a
3: theatre restaurant named after an insane asylum. And and I remember this. There was one called Alcatraz. Yes. (laughs) And there was one called... Oh, uh, uh, there's t- something else to do with a prison. Yeah. <laughs> and they suit each other because they both had the catchphrase, come and get locked in for the night. <laughs> and they both decided that they owned a- Oh, It was the dungeon, it was called.
0: So the, cool. everyone. So the the idea in Melbourne of a theatre restaurant has to... ...hinge on a really bad place that you wouldn't want to go and eat at. Well, so there's, there's, a vampires,
3: there's a Titanic asylum. one. There's to a Titanic one too. The Titanic one in Williamstown. That's yes. still going. Like. Yes. I think it's still going. Yeah,
0: mm. yeah. Oh, people packing... I've seen Dracula's people lined up around the block to get in there.
2: It's the <laughs> even Dracula's is that it, they have... Uh, what struck me about the show is that the band starts... ...and the band keeps playing for the entire show. So, like, even when they have a guy in a bad Dracula wig making jokes... There's a bass and a drum going behind him. Yeah, that's great. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it really sucks to be up here tonight.
3: <laughs> well, well, well Mike, Mike McLeish, who had gone from playing, you know, thousand people in, in uh, Keating, Keating, and then had gone back to Dracula's and quickly, he, Keating the
1: musical <coughs> Keating, uh, yes. comedy festival show 2004,
3: and then it became a won big, the Barry Awards. Yeah, huge, huge, yeah, huge deal, Australian musical. He did a hilarious show at uh, the Butterfly Club called "The World Is Winning" about working at Dracula's and about how he. He had uh, he got a role in that TV show. Bed of Roses And so he missed oh, the yeah. rehearsal So the owner went him And said You'll never work in this You'll never work In a theatre restaurant In this town again And his whole show Was just hilarious Descriptions of You know Being dressed as a werewolf And greeting people uh, While you're singing A Thirsty Merck song
1: <laughs> Well that, See <laughs> Hunchback Thirsty Merck The scariest band <laughs> Of all <Yeah>. time <laughs> yeah,
3: They're like the Groovy Ghoulies Of the 90s <laughs> yes. so, um, so Hang on You're going to explain who, What Keating is And not the Groovy Ghoulies
1: <laughs> I don't know what that is <laughs>
3: it's a cartoon from well before yeah. your time, exactly. I would have thought. Kind of a thing, I think.
0: Um, so I went to, I went to Hunchback. So I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, but we went there and... Work uh, function? No, no. It was literally like like we're talking about. Like how funny would it be oh, to go to right. a bad yeah. theatre restaurant? It's not. So there was a group of us and we went, oh, this will be great. And we shoved in this tiny little bar at the front and then uh, eventually they go, right, you're allowed to go into the, the band room, the performance space. But the thing is... The way that you went through into the performance space was just this narrow, tiny little doorway. And what it actually was was they went, go into the Cylinder of Doom. And you went in there and it was literally a giant cardboard toilet roll um, tube. that's right. Yes. Yes. And you went in there and someone manually pushed you around from the outside and went, whoa!
1: <laughs> yes. Like
0: really wow. slowly until you just went out there into the into the performance. It's
2: like day. the idea of those things. Like on my I think it was my 40th made me my third I didn't have any children, so it was along the 38th birthday. We got a minibus and drove it to the cuckoo restaurant in the Dandenong's oh, Cuckoo. Which yes. is a German themed all you can eat restaurant. Oh I thought this was another loony bin or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was the first one. I think that yeah, was. Yeah, and so it was in the 70s we used to go up there as little kids and so I picked up all my mates and my mum and dad and we went up there and dad said that German guy, the old bloke with the the, um, leader house and cooking the pancakes was here in my work breakup in 1979 it's oh, definitely the same guy wow. and uh, and the idea of it is is really fun but after about your half an hour of eating the food and sitting there going oh this isn't you know this is not we thought this would be awesome but it's, it's not that awesome yeah
1: what I like about your story about Hunchbacks Carl is going along to watch something purely to shit on it Yeah. that's basically how you started doing stand up yes. is it not <laughs> yes. so what if the sliding doors moment were instead yeah. of comedy and yes. you're like I could be a better Dracula than any of these yeah. cunts and yeah. then you're just you're still out there now totally Especially hunchbacks
0: because it's the most limited of all the theme restaurants where it's like you've yes. got to jam a guy you. with a hunchback into every, every show you're You in you're a doing. kitchen dressed
1: as a werewolf pulling chicken tenders out of a yeah. deep fryer. Oh,
0: <laughs> chicken tenders would have been good instead of the $2 a kilo roast beef I was eating. But the uh,
3: Witches and Britches, like I say, the, th- the, the movie titles are always from five years ago. Yeah. We were going, what should they, what's a current one? We were going, what would be a theatre restaurant show you could do based on, I don't know, The Revenant? What yeah. would that be? Oh. We're going. What they we worked out what they would do is it would be the Fevenant and it would be <laughs> <Brendan laughs> frivola. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would, it would be <laughs> mauled by a bear while serving chocolate puddings. Yeah.
0: Now, what would a witches Ooh. in britches? What what should be next year's one? Given that you've got to pick a show, a, a I reckon movie, they're about five, 10, 15 years. Ago. I reckon they're
1: about you to take on the Nugget.
3: Just the Nugget <laughs> It'll be I'm a witch Get me out of here Oh bed. yeah Of <laughs> course be. Yes Of course <laughs> Yes hang on. We, hang on The Nugget Whoa <laughs> Explain that one Tommy yes.
1: I don't know Just, uh, just was it? I looked the up man the man
2: takings here? The other day Someone asked so me this is, The Nugget was your movie This is a movie What is in it the, no, yeah, no it's three guys it's Me Eric Banner And Curry And Stephen Curry We find a gold Nugget It's very, Anytime I go to the country It's ten years old now People still talk to me about Oh you're the Fat guy from the nugget <laughs> Yeah And Bill Bennett directed No 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 it. They're saying You're a fat guy Eating
4: nuggets
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well I remember When we went back To launch the nugget In Mudgee Where it was filmed Which is in New South Wales And the country And it was me And uh, Stephen Curry With Eric Banner On the back of a ute And mm. the local DJ Was commentating the parade As we went down <laughs> The main street and he went And here comes Eric Banner the star Flanked by two security guards <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But the, the nugget Actually inspired a game that a friend of mine in Auckland plays, which is under the end credits of The Nugget, because in order to give it a bit of a helping hand with the happy ending, do you remember what happens, Dave? You're sitting in deck chairs, the camera goes up to the sky, and we hear... Oh, don't worry. Don't worry, be Be happy. happy. That's right. And a friend of mine, we play this game with what is the... The worst film To put that under The end credits right. of. And you can't go past shit. Shitless <laughs> list yeah, Of yeah. course <laughs> Is the best one yeah. But we've done it he, he adds it to it He just <laughs> It works for the Lars von Trier's Antichrist
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I heard yeah. the nugget Syncs up with Joe Dolce's Shut up
2: your face yes. if, um, At the same time <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, shut up for your face. That to went go, number one, remember that? Number to go back to theatre
1: restaurants very quickly, if there's any entrepreneurs out there wanting to start up a business, you know what I reckon we're ready for out here in Australia? A local medieval times. Oh. It is, I went when I was a little kid in Los Angeles. It is so good. And what is it? It's exactly what it, you know in the cable, have you seen the cable guy? They yeah, go there in that. Yes. So it's like a theatre oh. restaurant where you're in a big arena and you're each, each uh, bit of the arena is like a different colour so then you all have a knife that is yeah. like represents your area. But that's so kind in of
3: Crowe Castle. Crowe to... Castle and Dirty Dicks combined.
2: Yeah, Crow Castle <laughs> yeah. <and Dirty> Dicks <laughs> was, was that. Crowe castle which was in Ballarat, Carl Chandler's almost hometown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was a it was a medieval theme It's still there Well it's still
0: there But from when I used to live in Ballarat I had a housemate who uh, went and worked at Kral Castle Which yeah, like mm. you said It's a med- medieval theme thing It's out of Ballarat a little bit It's this huge couple of castles or whatever So he went to work And he came back like three days later And goes um, Yeah I'm not working at Kral Castle anymore I'm like how come And they're like uh, Like the last 20 people That took on this role unprepared I got severely injured in the jousting competition <laughs> And there was no training for it. So
2: people were just breaking bones uh, nonstop in the street. We we went up there once to film. Oh, I can't. Or maybe I was on tour with David Strassman, Clang.
1: (laughs) I was either (laughs) filming a movie or I was on the road with Strassman.
2: (laughs) And we went for a tour, and Keith Ryle came out. He's the Cryo from Cryo Castle. And he, he created it. And he gave us a tour, and he's got these stuffed lions in the foyer. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure when I was a kid those lions were alive. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, look what happened. We got a lot of grief from those bloody animal liberationists, so we killed them.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That
2: that would have pleased them.
3: (laughs) We actually went went there about two or three years ago and the best thing at Crowell Castle is Keith Ryle's notice board where he's got behind glass all of the articles from the local paper about him uh, taking on the council because he hasn't got planning permission to (laughs) to build a dungeon or something. But when we were there, there was a giant billboard saying next Saturday night at Crowell Castle... In Excess. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. And you're going, that telemovie ended too soon. <laughs> yeah. That should have gone to where they're playing Kryle. And that, and that started a – that was probably my most successful ta- uh, hashtag on Twitter was In Excess at Kryle, where people were just saying what the show would and be. Uh, would they in Ex- open with Never Clevis and Twain?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and what stage of In Excess's career
3: was that? that uh, was that post-JD post- Fortune? Oh, oh wow. okay. Is it so it see, was this post is what Michael. I'm saying
1: Every biopic They should have several cracks at it There'd be a version out there Where we could see How Castle panned out But
0: what I yeah. like about Castle Is so it's been built And it's been around for a long time as, as some sort of I guess educational Sort of, you know Hark back into those times yeah, You can tourist, see how it's they It's a lived. tourist attraction And then at one that's stage They went You know what Why don't we just fill the place With
2: kids taking pingers all night Yeah
0: <laughs> That's what that's it is right. now Isn't yeah, it Yeah,
2: they have rave parties Oh there. Yeah, 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 yeah And for a while It was going to be a brothel Really? <laughs> yeah, it was going to be a brothel yeah, they they were looking at making it a brothel. Some guy wanted to buy it and turn it into brothel. There is no way of sneakily going out yeah. to the castle for a route, <laughs> Surely, <laughs> like you've got to wait for the
1: drawbridge to
0: come down. Yeah,
3: there. yeah, yeah
1: the ba- no, the back door entrance is just a b- <laughs> b- behind it, the
3: bri- drawbridge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where are you got Why are you wearing that armor? Where are you <laughs> going? <laughs>
2: She's still like Marion Who are you after
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah There's yeah. a lot of work to, to, to swim a moat Just to get a cheeky wristy. <laughs> <laughs> there's
2: a,
1: that's
2: a lot of work in that <laughs> uh,
1: When you say Apparently they were going to Turn into a brothel What's your source on this name? <laughs> no you, <laughs> you google it You google it Because
2: every time I go to Ballarat And I mention Crow Castle <laughs> yeah. Which I have to say The last time Which I think's been Talked about on this show Yes I went to Ballarat To do a place at Called Brown Hill Hall <laughs> With one Lawrence Mooney <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a much better person to recount the story Because El yeah. Mooney does not remember well, it A gig,
1: let me a gig g- that we had a lot to do with In spite of not being on the bill <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: the w- I had two Saturday nights with Lawrence in a row We did a Steiner school in the country mm-hmm. And... Uh, that was amazing gig. It was hilarious. They were all lefties and like Lawrence, and they love Lawrence. Yep. And Lawrence had not been drinking or anything. So I pick him up from. Interesting. We f- had to tell a story about Lawrence. <laughs> and precede it with that, but yeah, I picked Lawrence up the next Saturday night from a dum dum podcast. Yes, yes. At, a, at the pub, and so he'd already been drinking. And also, I was driving my way to Ballarat and I just get this random phone call, where are you? I'm like, <laughs> going to Ballarat. He goes, can you pick me up? I'm like, well, thank God I'm not, I'm already there. So I pick up Lawrence and he, he's obviously had a few drinks at your um, function and we get there and the warning sign was, he was headlining, I was emceeing, Tom Siegert was the support act and the warning sign was that, so this was a primary school parents function and, and Lawrence kept saying, oh, they're going to be like the Steiner people, they're going to be like lefties. I'm like, no, I don't think they are going to be like that. They're conservative <laughs> people living in Ballarat with kids at a school, right? And so the warning sign was the vice principal was a very straight woman came up to me in the break and said, can you just mention I've made some homemade muffins? Could you just announce <laughs> to the parents they're on the corner on the left there? And I'm like, yeah, you know, whereas before I know it, Mooney, who hasn't been on stage yet, is on stage with the mic going, muffins! muffins,' muffins! Like this. I'm like, what's he doing, Mooney! Anyway, I bring Moody on (laughs) And his opening bit is Well, number one Why Brown Hill is called Brown Hill Because there was a gay orgy there And it was like (laughs) This whole thing And then he went on to sounds Who, like the kind of rot that
1: Dave O'Neill would yes. say on this podcast. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Who here played a whore at Cryl Castle? Yep. Who played a whore? And he, he was pointing people out. You'd be a good whore. I reckon you'd be a good whore. Yeah, but he's probably only talking about this because all the way up you're going, you
0: know Crow Castle's a brothel now, don't you? <laughs>
3: yeah. But I, I left early, so I don't know what happened. It, I was in Adelaide doing shows with Greg Fleet last week and everyone was talking about Mooney's latest thing is getting people to punch him in the stomach, yes, yeah, and there's been quite a few. Oh, <laughs> well,
0: we, we, we've told you, uh, we saw you the other night, Tony, at a gig, and we've told you, you know, the, the drunk cast, our legendary drunk cast, is coming up. In the Melbourne Comedy Festival, so uh, you know we do four live shows during the festival, and then we the last night of the festival, it's turned into a bit of a tradition. We go and we do an unrecorded live podcast, and because it's unrecorded, it's the last night of the festival, everyone gets as drunk as possible, and it turns into a very, very, very messy affair. Now that uh, was punctuated uh, uh, by many, many punches and slaps to the face from Lawrence Mooney last year. He just right. got. Very drunk And very angry And just turned that Into a game of You know Because also he was coming
2: From not getting the Barry Yeah, yeah. that may have Had something to do with Yeah it <laughs> but it's, he was time, nominated It was full on yeah.
1: But at the time It seemed like Well this is just A one night thing This is just all The pent up energy Of a month's worth Of comedy right. festival But now it seems like yeah. It's back And it's back full time <laughs> Yeah from It's, what we've it's, been it's
0: like it. his
3: catchphrase <laughs>
0: It's, it's uh, I think this year It's Lawrence Mooney And Lawrence Houdini Just <laughs> trying yeah. to get people To punch him as hard As they <laughs> yeah. can Yeah
2: um, he's so, a character
0: Yeah so um, um, Yeah come in and come, You know what If you like that sort of thing Come to the drunk cast issue I'm sure Lawrence will be Dishing it out again <laughs>
1: Oh Just, I, Instead of a kissing booth We can line up a punching <laughs> booth Yes That'd be great I yeah. met
2: him before He was a comedian Lawrence Yeah because he went to The Catholic school Near my high school So we used to He's my age So we used to We went to the same parties And stuff I remember meeting him At a party And he was saying He wanted to be a comedian and this was before you were a
0: comedian as well. No, I was a comedian at that oh, stage. Right, right, so right, I'd
2: right, been going a few, only a few years when right. I met him. Yeah. Right. Then he said, "Punch me." I'm like, <laughs> 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 "Early Mooney, early Moon man." <laughs> All right.
0: Well, I've got some. Uh, I've got an update on something we talked about on the show a couple of weeks ago. Just as an update to you guys. Um, now we're in. We're recording this in uh, Casa del Chandler, and um, so you can see the balcony out there. It's Nice. Now, it's a tiny little balcony, but what happens is I get home from a gig. I will. I don't know if you guys are the same as this. I sort of need to cool down when you I get. Gotta, you got. You
2: got to yeah, wind down, decompress. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I, I generally, particularly to... the gigs you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm normally driving from Bendigo, so I have two hours to calm down. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. there's plenty of time between West Wylong and Melbourne
0: <laughs> for you to, to calm down. <laughs> Oof. So, <laughs> oh. I, um, I jump out on the balcony and just sort of chill out for an hour or so. Now, uh, a quick version of this, a couple of weeks ago, I went out there, it's like one o'clock in the morning, I hear someone just, there's no one out there, there's just one person underneath the balcony going, Doctor, Doctor Ramsey, and I think that's odd, because it's just the middle of the night and he's saying that, and then he just repeats it, Doctor, Doctor Ramsey, Doctor, Doctor Ramsey, <laughs> and anyway, that continues for 40 minutes, that's all That's all he says, Doctor, Doctor Ramsey, and then he will uh, he sort of moved away, and then he'd come back, it'd be louder and, and softer and whatever, and then he got in the car, I could hear him saying it in the car, then he drove away, came back three minutes later and got out of the car and went, Doctor, Doctor Ramsey, so I, I was sitting there going, oh I have God. to sit here for all yeah. 40 minutes to find out if there's any resolution, <laughs> if Doctor Ramsey appears, <laughs> if anything happens at all, so he eventually 40 minutes I sit out there just listening to Dr. Dr. Ramsey, <laughs> thinking this may be the last thing I ever hear. Like, I'm probably going to die. So he eventually gets out of this car. 40, this is like you know 20 to 2 in the morning or something. Gets out of the car, goes to walk up the driveway to his, to his house, stops just in front of me and goes, and goes, Dr. Dr. Ramsey, Dr. Dr. Ramsey. Pause. I think that was a racehorse. And then walked into his house and that was the end. <laughs> So, it's been a mystery for weeks as to what, if that means anything at all. How old is he? I don't know. I think.
3: Surely he's an actor and neighbors. that's like his one line. Yeah. Well. He's rehearsing his one line for a neighbour. So? You you need need Ramsey rehearse Street.
1: That you. <laughs> Ramsey. <laughs> yeah.
3: He doesn't want to fuck
0: it up. <laughs> yeah, so, there's been a mystery. What a lawyer, is this lawyer
1: now? Ramsey? The oh, fuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what yeah. could it be? Yeah, I don't know. Because so it's not a tongue twister. Did you Google So it's it? not like... I've, I did Google it and, and plenty of listeners have... have T- uh, tweeted us and Facebooked us and texted me and whatever this is like
1: the little dum dum version of who shot JR yes the, the text <laughs> yes. line is Dr. running Ramsey. hot with guesses
3: yes it the, the must th- be an actor practice because or, or, it's not like a tongue nah. twister like red lorry yellow lolly he's yes. not doing that so, so I thought lock.
1: you
0: may have known this one because someone uh, a couple of people have hit us up to say that there was a TV show 1973
3: called Young Ramsey with John Hargraves yes. yes so that's the closest <laughs> he's, we got he's 35 years too late <laughs> <laughs> to, to audition for that
2: <laughs> <laughs> is he an older gentlemen
0: oh, look you know what to be honest at half past one in the morning i didn't want to stand up and get a real good yeah, look i was yeah, like yeah. peering from between leaves and stuff like yeah. that i didn't want to really you're not in business to ask his
1: birth certificate. yeah yeah, yeah yeah
0: so that's all i sort of knew <laughs> so i then went to uh, uh I, was, I was trying to guess which car it might have been that was his mm. uh to leave a note but then i'm thinking well i'm really just leaving a note that says hey you sounded crazy the other night you kept saying dr ramsey for an hour what's all that about uh, here's my phone number like, Yeah, That's the worst bit I
1: can't leave All my All of a sudden He's or... the second Most crazy person In the story Yeah yeah.
0: But also Someone that's going to say Dr. Dr. Ramsey Do I want them to have My phone number There's <laughs> no. enough crazy well, people Out there with my phone well,
3: number Well they've right. already got Your address <laughs> What you need to do Is you've got to m- lo- Just lower the mic down When you're recording One of these podcasts <laughs> yes. And get him to
1: well, I thought,
0: well, so Contribute I've, I've been trying to figure out Where this could have come from Or whatever Anyway uh, uh, Two nights ago uh, I, I feel like a UFO hunter or something now. <laughs> like, I've just gone back to the scene of crime to see if I could see the same sort of thing again. So I've been sort of sitting out there, using myself as bait, hoping that somehow he gets in the mood again. Anyway, two nights ago it's happened. He, uh, I hear a familiar voice. There's no sign of Dr. Dr. Ramsey. But what it is, instead of saying any of that, what, uh, what his new catchphrase is, which he then decided to say over and over for the next half hour, is, this is... A very, very, very old printer. (laughs) And he said that for 30
3: minutes. This is a very, very old printer. Obviously, he nailed the Dr. Ramsey scene (laughs) and they've given him a bigger character. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That practice paid off. I think it's probably a a murder mystery. It's probably the, you know, the the Craig McLaughlin thing he's in. He yeah, could be right. Dr. Blake. Oh, Dr. Blake. Oh, right. ah. This is a very, well, very old I, printer. I figure. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, figured... Miss Fisher. Could, Miss Fisher. Good read on that, Dave.
1: Do that again. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: There's a very, very old printer. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, good. You've got the role of my crazy
0: neighbor. Well <laughs> done, Dave. Oh, well, that's experience coming out. <laughs> so maybe he's got the part of like some sort of weird, ill patient. Now now he's he's upgraded to uh, some sort of photocopier
3: technician or something. I'd say he's drinking a lot. I would say that <laughs> too. Is her. he one of the neighbors that complains yeah. about the noise from her? Up
2: here, no, he's not. He's not. It's similar to those guys in America, which was pre internet, where they taped their neighbors saying, You stupid little man. Yeah, but that time have you seen yes. that documentary? Yeah. And, That's they, and it became this cult thing cassettes, People cassettes, would swap cassettes. Oh. And he would just tape his neighbors because the neighbors were these two guys, alcoholics, that lived with yeah. each other. and They used to fight at night, and but it was quite you know what, amusing. This I've mm. just thought of a lead. I've
0: just thought of a way I can find out about this because today... You're I just
1: needing to have this pop into your head now. You fucking live above him. We can go down there <laughs> yeah, right now. we'll go there right now. now. I'll go Not down on there. this guy's door and ask him. Do you
3: really want
2: I'll, to do that? I was, yes. in, I was in the nugget. I'll go
3: down I'll just say, is Dr. Ramsey here? <laughs> it's just going to be a guy with a hacksaw and blood all over
0: an apron. <laughs> yeah. That's it because I'm going to be saying, oh, I was up on that balcony and I was listening and you'll be like, yeah, you're up on that balcony. That's where you live. Very interesting.
1: So you guys get to
0: drive away. I, yeah, I have yeah. to give my You're address. She's got yeah. a girlfriend. What's turn.
1: the what's the new catchphrase again? That so this is a very, very very very
0: old printer.
1: It's it's lost me. I gotta say I like it's, it. I like what it's saying, but it's just it's not snappy enough. No. Oh really? Yeah. It's not. It's it's too. It's no, a
3: mouthful. It's, It's not these pretzels are making me (laughs) Yeah, Exactly. I went to
1: one of the, uh, not to to make the tone too serious, I went to uh, one of the refugee rallies the other day and the guy running it was trying to start a chant that was was a lot of let them stay. Just easy to yell that again and again. Mm. And he tried to start one up that was, hey Turnbull, we're talking to you, close Manus. Close Nauru, oh. and he does. It, he goes. So let's all go, and the whole crowd's like, "Hey, hey, Malcolm the Turn- Turnbull, where your tour? Like it took no. like a minute. And then he was just like, ah, let's not worry about Before it. Before
3: long, that's just going to deteriorate. It. No way, get fucked. Fuck <laughs> yeah, <yeah, off>. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: So
0: I just sort of this lead. I went to the post office this morning, right? So I go to the post office a lot to send out the the. You know, a lot of people order our T-shirts and, and we've got the new hoodies out. So I've been, as you can see, we're surrounded
3: by hoodies and T-shirts in this we house. Are. Mm-hmm. In, Your in girlfriend must f- be wrapped. You've got f- the Dave O'Neill Hey Puffs pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're really cheap. Hey? Pillows. The,
1: the little bum flap at the back of the pyjamas is very apt.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, guys, listeners, if you demand it, we'll make it.
2: What do you reckon, Dave? We cut you in a 50-50? Sure. No, <laughs> don't. donate my money to the refugees or someone. I don't care.
3: <laughs> There's the Lawrence Mooney next stop, Brown Town. <laughs> tracks Brown, and Hill. Pets, Brown Hill. Brown um, Hill Hall.
1: Imagine handing that cheque over to the astra- Asylum Seeker Resource Centre. So where did this money come from? probably uh, best that we don't get into yeah.
0: it. Some
2: sort of homophobic slur. That
0: is. We got it from the Dave O'Neill flashlight. I don't need to know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I go to the post office. I'm a, I'm a regular face up there, but I sort of assume that people don't remember because a million people go in that post of course. office. Yeah. So, um... I, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a husband and wife team up there, uh, an Asian uh, older couple. Uh, I'm always seeing the, the lady there. Anyway, the guy's there. The guy's always a lot more inquisitive than the lady. The lady always pretends she doesn't know me. So the guy, is always like... It Gives it a bit extra It's like Oh you're posting this And, and, and who's this person You're posting it to And I'm like <laughs> Wow Well really? Jesus. I don't know if I need to give that out and, and I don't really know anyway So anyway So he's always He always wants to know And he's like well, He's like alright You're posting this It's 12 o'clock So what, what are you doing now Like what, what's on now Like Jesus. what do you oh, What yeah. do you do now He wants
1: out of the marriage Yeah
0: Yeah he's very Sandra keen
1: Sandra girl you're posting this <laughs> to She sounds hot
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where does need... she live Oh hang on I've got that Is <laughs> she uh. single He needs
0: a podcast <laughs> <laughs> <then>. <laughs> Yes so I went up there today, and so today was the most inquisitive he's ever been. So I got up there today, and he, and he goes, um, "Right, so uh, you live uh, you live down there in Riversdale Road, don't you? You live on that corner in that uh, the apartment block that's got about uh, thirty people or so in it, thirty flats." And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Yeah, Ooh. yeah, just near uh, just near Thru Street." I'm like, "Yeah, yep. just up from the Dr. Ramsey." yeah, guy. yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But he says he then says, "Right, right. So that that." That guy, that taxi driver that lives there. And oh. I went, oh. I said, I don't know anything about a taxi driver. I said, I don't know anyone that lives here. I stay away from everywhere. I get complaints from a lot of people, so I don't talk to anyone in this <laughs> in this apartment building. And then he goes, no, the taxi driver that drives the Holden. the drives the Holden. And I said, well, I don't know the... Guy that drives any hold, and he goes, Oh, well, the, the, the grey, the big grey car, and I said, Oh, that, that Ford, I do know the guy. He goes, he's, he's very ill. I think he's a bit sick. I said, Oh, I actually I think that's the only guy that I would recognise actually. I do know who that is. He goes, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he dead or what? <laughs> <laughs> I went, <"Well, laughs> what? I don't know. And he goes, Well, he hasn't been in here for two weeks. Like, oh. well, is that the
1: number one thing you go to? Are you meant like, to, to, like, death. aren't you not meant to do this as a postie? Like, aren't you meant to not disclose things yeah. about people or something? Yeah. Surely that's a rule. Yeah. Well, I no. don't know. But he said,
0: but he's also the guy that I've told the story on this podcast before. That's the one guy that uh, uh, someone else in this apartment block tried to break into his car because they had some sort of idea in the middle of the night that he had hostages in the back of his boot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And so, then, and so then he caught that person trying to break into his car and went, what are you doing? And, and the, that person went, I'm sorry. I didn't know what I was thinking. And the guy goes, that's okay. My, t- my daughter is mentally ill as well. <laughs> okay, cool. So anyway, the, the guy at the post office then says, I don't know. Is he dead? What's going on? Is he dead or what? And I said, look, I don't know what's going on. And he goes, yeah, yeah. That woman that, wor- the, that works at the uh, apartment block as well, she's a real bitch. What's going on with her? And I'm like Where like, is this all coming from? It's like Melrose from? Place here yeah,
1: <laughs> Yes And Very I Very up to date reference I said Well that's Secret <laughs> life of Chandler Yes
0: <laughs> I said Well you're actually Look I don't re- You seem to know more About this apartment block Than I do And he goes Don't worry mate I know everything About that apartment block
1: what, what? Yeah. he well, goes? People, let's find
0: people out. come in here and they tell me everything that's going on. He's like in Sliver with all the screens.
4: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so even
3: he, older
0: reference. Yeah,
4: Tom. So
3: uh, Tom if, if,
0: Billy Baldwin. If, if, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> if anyone knows anything about this Doctor Ramsey guy, it's got to be this. Guy. Yeah, that's right. right. Ask yeah. him.
2: Maybe that's the cab driver he's talking about. No, the cab driver lives over there. This guy oh, lives okay. there. Right. Yeah. Right. So, all right. Our I'm post gonna, office used to be run by Cal. Glare. I think it was Cal Glare. He was a former. Uh, was police commissioner yes. with the fringe with yes. the, yeah 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 and so he left I looked him up because I thought why is he running the post office and he left he resigned after corruption accusations right yeah yeah and it was funny because Chopper Reed used to live near there he'd come into the post office <laughs> <So> oh <laughs> there'd be, wow there'd be Chop Chop and then Kel Glare
3: wow Kel <laughs> Glare such yeah. a good name well we
1: can sizzle this up for hey if you want to hear the end of this Dr Ramsey story order some t-shirts so Chandler's got a reason to go down to the <laughs> yes. post office yeah. and ask him <laughs>
4: mate Well,
1: talking of you being in the post office, I've been sitting on this for a little while. I recently did an ad for Australia Post. I was in an ad playing a postie in a safety ad for them and the ad was me in full postie gear wrapped in about six layers of bubble wrap riding a bike down the street and the whole thing is like a car nearly hits me and the whole idea of the ad is like, Hey, we can't wrap our posties in bubble wrap. So be a bit more careful when you're out there on the roads. Oh. Cuz like two of them died last year. It's like a really yeah. it's a really unsafe job.
0: <laughs> so then they get you to do the <laughs> exact same thing well, that they did when they were dying. This
1: is it. So I go out there and I'm like, yeah, this will be fun. A friend got me onto it. I go in and I'm in like wrapped in bubble wrap. It's a really hot day and I'm riding my bike up and down this street for about an hour. I'm caked in sweat. I'm starting to like get real dizzy. Like it's really full on. They have a guy on set who works for the post office who was there to make sure that everything looked regulation. Was it so good money? It was all right money. It was,
0: yeah. Fair anyway, question. To, to to make it look like it was regulation, you were covered in bubble wrap. Yeah, is that I know. But, but, but
1: this is it. So after an hour of me doing that, suddenly someone goes, wasn't there talk of there being like a flap on the back of the hat? And he goes, oh, yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to do all that again. What? Yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden it's another hour of me just like doing laps and just like I can feel myself. I'm just like under the bubble wrap. I'm just caked like I'm fully drenched in sweat. So finally it gets to lunchtime and they like they go, all right, midday, lunch everyone. Everyone just fucks off and just leaves me. I can't get on or off the bike by myself (laughs) because I've got no mobility in my legs. And I'm like, hey, can someone come and just like, get me off the bike and cut me out. So these two guys come over with knives and start like slicing me out of the bubble wrap (laughs) and it's just like a – and then they're just standing there just going, oh, wow, he stinks. Wow, (laughs) this guy is rotten under there. Real good for the old self-esteem. A really great day. And then so we film the bit where – I don't know if you've ever had a thing like this, Tony or Dave, where you've been asked to do something and it's like there's a bit of – it seems like there's a bit of – almost like a stunt or something involved in the script. And you think – I wonder how they're gonna. I wonder <laughs> how they're gonna portray that. Well, the answer with this is just have me actually almost get hit by a car. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. yeah I had to ride along, and they had the uh, uh, an assistant or someone from working on the set to back the car out of a driveway, and so I had to like ride up to it and sort of stop just in time. And they kept making me do it again because they're like, "No, but you're like you're breaking too early. Like you, it's obvious." It's not th- dangerous yeah, enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the director actually goes, "It's my car, mate." I don't care if you hit it. Just go full right. pelt.
0: Ah. <laughs> like, that was your concern. Yeah, wasn't it? Like, oh, well,
1: I care a little bit about that. <laughs> so yeah, finally we get the whole thing done. It was one of those things where, like, ads are generally paid. You're being paid by the fact that you're being used to advertise course, something. Yeah. So the money, I was like, this is actually this is good money for an ad. By the end of the day, in the amount of like the amount that I sweated and the danger I did to myself, I was like, oh that. Pretty much came in at the amount of effort that I put in, almost um, underpaid if anything. It was it good money? Was it
0: actually good money?
1: <laughs> it was like it was fine. It was for an online only thing. And uh, it uh, the five, figures? Five, f- five figures? Not five figures. Not five figures. Was it four figures? Uh, not full figures. Well I'm gonna say it's not good money then. Yeah, well, that's but this not is the good thing. money. Non-speaking and for YouTube only. What, under so a that's... grand,
2: that's not good money.
1: Yeah. Nah. Well, anyway,
2: I did the I did the Devondale butter ad <laughs> with where I played Stan Oliver and Alan <laughs> oh, Pentland yeah, played. Good. Uh, no, Alan Penland played Stan Laurel and I played Oliver Hardy, right. so we were Laurel and Hardy. Right For this butter ad Is this online? I I don't know I don't know They did a series of them And they were filming them all in one day And I got more money than that This was years ago And so they I looked exactly like The fat guy from Laurel and Because in the
3: movie It's going to be John C. Riley. I reckon you look more like Oliver Hardy Than John John C. Riley, Yeah um, Definitely And and so But
2: again we had this quite elaborate stunt Where they hadn't worked out How they were going to do it Yeah I had to pull No he had to pull the towel from me me And I had to bang my head on the butter Or something like that (laughs) And then, and then the next ad they were going to do, and it was in a studio in Richmond near the, uh, the old Coles there, and he goes, we've got the Devondale cow turning up, and the cow's got to do the next ad. And so you'd go out to have a break, and there'd be this cow standing there with a, like a farmer dude hanging on to it, and then the farmer would go... The cow's getting antsy. You guys are going to hurry up. <laughs> the Devondale cow will not wait. Because it's this beautiful looking cow that they use in all of its ads. But the cow is starting to get shitty and starting to like try and push things over. It wasn't the Sunrise Cash cow. He didn't have
3: like, another gig. <laughs> but you, you've never done any ads, have you, Tony? I, I did one when uh, when I was 17. I was uh, worked at an ad agency working in the dark room, And I, I did an ad where I had to wear a white suit and wear a welder's mask and it was the same thing it was like i had to open a huge furnace and giant flames blasted <laughs> in my face i'm going well this this welding mask is not covering my entire body yeah, yeah. so i was just wearing a i just took it off and i was wearing a white suit that was just completely black and singed
1: well this is the second thing i've, I've done now for. that's involved me in a large oversized costume where right. no thought has been put into the logistics of moving yeah, around so yeah, like yeah. twice yeah. this has happened now where i'll get you get the full thing put on and they're like anyway just uh, come through this doorway now and you're like, I can't, I actually can't get through there. And they're like, oh, geez, check out the fucking diva <laughs> yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah. All right, your majesty, we'll <laughs> cut you out of the bubble wrap so you can get through the door. But anyway, the end of the story with the uh, the Australia Post ad is, so it we film it, it goes online like a month later. And remember the whole thing is like about, you know, being vigilant of, you know, safety of posties when you're on the road. It goes online. Two days after it goes online, I almost run over a postie in my car. (laughs) (laughs) He... Goes crazy I've got my window down He starts going ballistic at me Just a bit of like Watch where you're going You fucking idiot And I'm like Yeah mate I know Like yeah, I'm, I'm the on guy. the same page I'm the guy man I'm You're guy. going Where's Wait. your bubble wrap Yeah exactly
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Boy you stink mate That hat is not regulation Let me tell you that
2: much
3: Surely in the heyday Of Mark Malloy They tried to get you To do ads They tried to get uh, They wanted us to they, the, the two times We got offered Lots of money To do ads Was barge us They wanted Wanted to be an ad for a beer, so for the Late Show. The which, late to be show. fair, is not you. It's <laughs> a, no, <laughs> but they
0: would have, it's Lucky grill. That's right. Because
3: voiced by with you. With the actual barjas, in order to be allowed to do it, all, all the money we made actually went to yeah. the original actors. Right. So there was that, and then they wanted me to be to Do Tum and Full as the voice that we're going to try and launch Steinlager, which is a New Zealand yeah, beer in, yeah. in Australia. They wanted Tum and Full to be the would I be just... right
1: in presuming that you const- you get mistaken a lot for people who are in ads?
3: <laughs> well, yeah, the uh, mainly cartoon characters, the uh, guy <laughs> from the computers for dummies ad. Oh, yeah, <laughs> generally, there was an animated uh, uh, stop motion guy for Amy or something. And people, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, people yeah. saying, Is that based on you? But I just remember with those bar jars and and fell firstly I was making good money on the radio so I could afford to <laughs> to, to say, say no. no now yeah. I'm going what was I thinking <laughs> but the the I just remember when Spinal Tap did an ad for like Finders yeah, fish mice. fingers or they something did. and you just I just went oh you know just, it, yeah. just it, you lost respect but or isn't, something.
0: isn't that a thing where and, and you would know this uh, of all people um, isn't there some sort of deal with spinal tap where yeah. if they don't Oh yeah they do have something to, every they have 2 to, yeah. years they have, they have to lose be spinal
3: tap every 2 years or they lose the rights to be the characters yes. cuz the the rights to the characters are owned by the people who made the film yeah, right. Not by them. And then right. the studio
1: yeah. can just put together a whatever. A new Spinal Tap. right? Yeah. yeah.
3: So maybe that's the, the excuse. Reboot,
0: reboot Spinal Tap with all girls in the band. <laughs>
1: oh, no. Or <laughs> well, like that fake Fleetwood Mac that were going around at one point <laughs> Oh. when they like relaunched themselves and their old manager still had the rights to the name. So he just, oh, got,
3: yeah. well, like, a he just got a band. bunch of
0: session
1: right. musicians just and sent them out on
0: the oh, road. Right, just Fleetwood them Mac.
3: supporting the Deltones up <laughs> in the Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah, right. well, me and Fleety did a show at the Rhino Room last Saturday. In Adelaide, and we had to finish early because coming on after us was a Spinal Tap tribute band called what? Spinal Top. <laughs> And, a lot and, of thinking gone into that. And Fleety was furious because he's going, but it's already a send-up. So they're doing a send-up of a send-up. That wow. doesn't work. And it's were they like, supporting Crazy Al Yankovic? <laughs> <laughs> what I like is just backstage, there were so many cut-rate versions of the jokes from Spinal Tap. So there were just like... Stonehenge. Were the, the, the the pods, was yeah. <laughs> just... Three wire frames With toilet paper Stretched across And they were obviously Going to burst The
0: pods already Don't work in the film (laughs) Wow That's weird So you were in Adelaide With Fleety for a week Oh yeah You went on tour Because you are You know I reckon the whole time That I've been doing stand up I'd never seen you for like Eight nine years. So now you are back with a vengeance. You are doing a lot of gigs now. So you went to Adelaide for a whole week with Fleety with
3: Greg Fleety. Lived in and it was we was all stayed at Craig Egan's house. So Fleety was not out of anyone's sight for five days and five nights. I think I can say he's off the gear. Right. And he had a suntan. I've never seen that before. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a new girlfriend. He's it's a, all yeah, going well. Is, is, he's he, a famous author. But he
0: always managed to be
3: a fat junkie. So it was always hard to yeah, know wh- hard what to he pick. was doing. But yeah. I've ne- this is the sharpest I've seen the eyes, the right. brains working back at 1989 speeds. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to go too early yeah. and say that maybe it's all behind him. Well,
0: we'll see. He we'll see. Yeah, it's a new another new dawn for Greg Fleet. We but are. he did pop into spleen a couple of weeks ago, and it was very impressive because he was he was re- exactly what you said. He was really on He was really clear in the eyes, and he was backstage. And he was the funniest he'd been yeah. uh, forever. He was being really funny backstage. And he's like, I just want to hop up and do two minutes. I've got this, this idea I thought of on the way here. I just want to hop up and do two minutes at the top of the show. And we're like, please, you, you're the funniest man in this room by ten times. This is going to be amazing. So we all crowd out there and he gets out there first on the bill and comes out and goes, so everyone, I uh, read this uh, article today in the paper. There was a woman in St Kilda who uh, uh, put out a complaint in the newspaper, wrote a letter and said, uh, there are possums in my backyard and I want to make sure that they get killed because they're annoying me. Well, get fucked, you dumb bitch. (laughs) That's it. What? Well, guys. (laughs) <laughs> guys uh, I was like What an asshole!" Are you with me <laughs> You with me guys Well anyway I was like Get fucked Anyway I'm being Greg Fleet Alright see you guys <laughs> I'm like Why you, what, you were working
1: on something on the way oh here? I was not working on
0: anything. Blade you were I just insulting
1: say, a woman in the paper. From what Tony was saying about his catalogue of Fleet as a single man, it's the having a girlfriend thing that really <laughs> yeah, really know. kind of gets to me.
2: Oh, uh, He's always attracted women, though. He
3: used to be quite handsome, didn't he? Yeah, Fleeting? it was in the 80s. It was. Uh, uh, i
1: got to get on the smack.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was Greg Fleet and Mark Neal. I remember, remember Mark Neal, yeah. They were the two. No, he was handsome, they yeah. Were the ladies' uh, men. Uh, who? who who are the handsome comedians of today? Oh, there's heaps. <laughs> this
0: Who
2: heaps. Who are the
3: Bart Freeband
0: Tommy Little, Dave Thornton?
3: Oh yeah, Dave Dave Thornton. Yeah, Diamond Tommy
2: Dassalo. Thanks, Dave, appreciate yeah. it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's it's too many good looking yeah, yeah, and good Too looking.
0: Too many.
1: Yeah. <laughs> get rid of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You hear that, Josh oh. L? Fuck off. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's good out. looking.
2: Please. I've got to go I get my kids.
1: All right, I reckon oh. that's just as good a point as any to <laughs> okay. wrap up this Seriously. episode of The Little Dum Dum Club. <laughs> Dave O'Neill, Tony Martin, thank you so much for thank joining you. us.
2: We're performing in Darwin in a few weeks' time, just Google. Yes. We're there on a Saturday
3: night, Tony and myself. Great. We are, and uh, bring along your Nugget merch. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Signed. Hey, we haven't done, So Whenever we record a uh, podcast here at Chandler House, when I grew up, Chandler House was the poshest uh, shop on the North Island of New oh, Zealand, ah. so I always think of that phrase always like to grab without looking. yep. DVD. Just grab a DVD from At the random. shelf. What are you None of the DVDs oh, Here we go. This is good. None of the DVDs Oh my are God. Mine. Is Katy Perry the movie part of me? <laughs> Stitched him up a <laughs> beauty. What is going on, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> None of those
0: DVDs are mine. None of them are mine. There you is... could have grabbed. So... I don't look Eat, that's... pray, love. <laughs> that's... that's bad even for my girlfriend, Kate What about Perry, this? Would movie? your
1: girlfriend notice a depletion of, of inventory? Because what if we say this? any t-shirts that you order in the next week no. they're going to have a Chandler Girlfriend DVD <laughs> jersey no. so you can get rid of them
3: someone no. could have Bride Wars
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> bride war. she, I think you said this last time she is one of those people that buys DVDs at the supermarket
0: yes exactly yeah. Yeah. all of those are at the supermarket despicable
1: me are you kidding me yeah I've got kids yeah I've got kids God. Uh, oh, she's
0: not is picky yeah. is this a sign
3: she's get stocking no. up on the kids movies no. she's not picky at all Sorry. have a look <laughs> I yeah, prefer yeah. Mega Mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like how it stands out There is She's a massive fan She's become a massive fan Of Rocky Balboa The movie <laughs> Oh really yeah, That's right weird. She's watched it like five times <laughs> Really Yeah In between wow. The Holiday And Grace of Monaco Is Rocky Balboa Right there So It's a cool. very
1: odd selection She's getting ready To beat the shit out of you If you don't pull <laughs> that ring out Sometime soon Oh god uh, Alright uh, You guys have that gig in Darwin You're both not doing uh, The comedy festival. No No
2: I'm
3: writing a book. Stay tuned. All right. Yeah, it's and Twilight uh, fan fiction. And I have a number of floundering projects that I'm not willing to talk about at this uh, point. All right.
0: And you've still got your book online as well? You're... Yes.
3: Uh, Scarcely relevant is less relevant than ever as the years <laughs> pass, but it is still available for only $6 via TonyMartinThings.com. Yep. Lovely. Uh, and so... Dave O'Neill? You've got the comedy funhouse in Fairfield? Not really.
0: Okay.
3: (laughs) I played a comedy, Dave O'Neill's comedy funhouse in Castlemaine. They're spreading like mosques. (laughs)
4: Yes.
3: (laughs) And that's why we stopped. Because
2: of that (laughs) kick where they had the prison uh, staff next door having a Christmas party to us. That's right. Was
0: Was it just like... In and out coming to Sydney Or just people lined up <laughs> <Pop> Lined up <laughs> yeah, to get that
1: comedy in <laughs> Castlemaine No, no. Alright guys Thanks very thanks. much for listening And we'll see you next time See <laughs> you <laughs> mates Yeah see you Puffs.